Well, hello everyone. This is Carrie Beck with Homeschool Coffee Break, helping you gain confidence so you can actually take a coffee break while you are homeschooling. Um, today we are talking about one tool of learning. A tool of learning, and I'm trying to get my camera set. I'm sorry I'm a few minutes late. We, uh, I'm babysitting. I had four days last week, and I, this is day number two of the four days for this week. So, um, of course, I had to go in, and someone woke up right before I... Um, went live today but we are talking about one tool that will give you confidence and will help your kids be lifetime learners this is a tool that you can use with all your kids for any subject area whatsoever now some of you have already seen some of this information um, but I really want to dive into it today because I think it's so important you know we're talking about gaining confidence building confidence for you in a home as a homeschool mom so if you are here on the live or whether you're watching the replay wherever you are leave a comment or a comment as a review and just let us know what pulls away your confidence or maybe if you have a tool of learning that you use to gain confidence put that in the comments i would love to know all about that as well um and i was just gonna sort of double check what's going on i sometimes have to multitask you know how that is so now I got sound off sounds good now so let's dive into this and see what's going on what is this tool it's a tool I've talked about many times in the past several years and that is called notebooking what is notebooking why should you use it why should it be a um a tool for learning. Let me give you a few things. One, if you are tired of worksheets and exams that really don't measure any learning, this is for you. Another thing that this will do, because some of you I know, especially with the way the economy is today, you need to save money. And this would be an easy way. You don't have to buy 10 curriculum, like five curriculum for this kid and five for this and five for that. You can just use notebooking. And all you really need to do is go and get some notebooks. And seriously, that's as simple as it is. But I truly believe that notebooking saves you time, saves you money, and saves you frustration because you're not doing all the busy work. So many of you get bought, you know, we grew up in that public school system, and that's what we know best, and that's what gives us confidence, but in reality, it takes away our confidence, because we're still not really sure if we're doing everything that we need to do. So, um, when you use notebooking, it is just a relaxed form of learning, but your kids are each recording whatever it is they are learning. And so they are going to have to understand. There's a lot that goes on. You know, when they write in a notebook, write a sentence, writing is thinking on paper. So you're just taking what you're thinking in your head and putting it on paper. So how does this work? Here's what I would encourage you to do. If you are starting out, and especially if you have got multiple kids, that means more than one different ages, I would start by studying one topic together and I would let your children choose the topic. All right. And I'm going to talk about how to really get started. But basically, the overview is you choose a topic. Your kids are going to record what they are learning at their level. So the six-year-old may record it by drawing pictures. The 15-year-old may draw it I mean, record it by writing two or three paragraphs about that topic in their notebook. Um, 
Another thing is each child can be reading a book on their level and so they can narrate whatever it is that happened in that book. It, with younger kids, they can narrate it to mom and dad. Mom and dad type it up and they copy it into their notebook. Older kids to be able to narrate written. So you start with oral narration and then you can move to, um, to written ones. And um, another way would be if you're reading a book aloud about that topic, everyone is hearing the same book. So everyone can go when you're finished, they go back and they record whatever it is they heard. With the older kids, I would go one step further than narration. I'm going to talk about this in two, three weeks. I have to remember how many weeks we have. We got like five or six of these trainings. There was one last week. If you missed it, go back and listen to last week's. It was series number one, and it was stealing my um, strategy to encourage learning and how you can move forward. But um, if you have older kids, 14 and up, I would have them. They can narrate but they should start to use this little thinking and they need to go beyond narrating, just telling what happened in the book to writing about it, answering how and why questions. We'll talk all about that in three weeks. So study a topic together, record what each child is learning at that level. And I'm gonna show you some examples. I know if you're on the podcast, you may not be able to see it, but we'll describe it. Um, if the, your children are reading a book independently, they need to record that. If you're reading a book aloud together, and that's how I really encourage starting out, is reading the book together about whatever that topic is. And let's say you pick gardening, and you're like, what am I going to read out loud? Am I going to read about flowers? No, go pick The Secret Garden. I mean, even as an adult, I love that book. There are other, um, you could read the Bible stories about the garden as well, but the secret garden would be a great place to start. And that can be your read aloud. And every day when you stop reading, your kids go and write whatever happened in that story as well. So let me just show you a few examples. This one here is my Texas, Texas, my Texas. This is just one of those, um, what do you call these things? They're one of those black and white uh, notebooks you just get at Walmart. And what we did is we just took Texas uh, colors are red, white, and blue. We just took some fun paper and put it on the outside to decorate it. And believe it or not, just doing some of this, your kids will take more interest if they have some hands-on activities. They put the Texas flag. Maybe you're, you're going to do a different state. I don't know. That's just my state. And Texas, we started out looking at the history. And so Texas has six flags that they were under. And so you can um, cut out a picture of each of those flags and put it down there. And then you can write more information about each of those flags. Then you could come up to the actual Texas flag and uh, get a blank one of whatever state you are using. Glue it into your notebook, color it, and then, you know, Texas has um, white over red. And it's hard to remember. Is the red on top or bottom? The red is always on bottom because white is freedom and victory over the bloody wars that Texas fought for their freedom. And so that, if you're not from Texas, you just learned something. All right. And then you can put in the mottos and that type of thing. You can cut out or draw maps that you're going to put in here. In fact, this one, there are different regions of Texas. And this particular map is all cut out at different places. And you can write ideas about it. What is the different geography? Here are some pictures of the geography. All these are, are things that you could cut out and actually glue 
into this. Now, I love these kinds of things. So see if I can actually do it. And I know you can't quite see this on the podcast, but sometimes we have what we call accordion things. This is a fold out of a timeline that is glued in to the notebook. And so you don't, they don't even have to draw it. You can actually print one out and then have the major events that happen during that historical time period. We're just looking at Texas. And then when they're done, they just accordion fold it all back up and it fits in their notebook like this. So that would be something that's really cool as well. I was trying to see what else. I think that's all. But then maybe, what about a math notebook? What if we just drew out and had things like these fractions, bars? This would be something you could keep a math notebook and actually keep this and put fractions. And at the top, we have one bar for one. The second one is a half and a half. The next one is a fourth, a fourth, and a fourth. And you'll see you can lift it up like this. And this is a visual representation of different types of math. Math's a great one to do. What about language arts? What about word families? You could put this in your notebook. This is just separate. But we're looking at word families. And let's say we're looking, this is for younger kids, for the ink one. And so you put ink at the top of the page, and then you can let your kids come up with words. Pink, think, sink, ring, wink, blink. Then we're going to go to ink. Tank, rank, sank prank. Then we're going to go to ing, sing, bring, thing, at, odd. You can do whatever you're doing. You could do rhyming words same way. Your kids keep a notebook instead of just doing worksheets because the worksheets really are just a bunch of busy work. As you're listening to this replay or the live session, please leave a message, a comment, and let me know um, how you might use this in your um, with your kids. Because all of these are things you could do. What about the Bible? Well, here is a way that we could do the 12 disciples. And each one of these, you could um, have a little flap for each one. You could have a page for each one, whatever you want. But this one, actually, you pull it up, and this says, Andrew, brother of Simon Peter, and you would write things that you learned about Andrew. And then here is Philip, and you would write things that you learned, and maybe Bible verses, and copy them down. What about science? Here's a representation of the earth. We have water, land, air, and space. This one's actually colored, and you could put this in your notebook. And then the water, you could write whatever about oceans and seas and rivers. The land, you could write about what you learn about land, air, and space. And all of these can be done at your child's grade level. It doesn't really matter what age they are. I was looking to see. Here are a few more pictures that I would like to say. If you're doing a history notebook, these are um, what hardships, these are scientists encountered during the time. What kind of hardships? We've got Leonardo da Vinci, um, Gal Galileo, and Marie Curie. And you could put them, one at, put the name at the top of your notebook, and then underneath it, draw some columns, and then they can write the things that they learn about them. So here's another representation. You could print something out and they glue it in the notebook, or you could just draw a notebook, draw the columns in there as well. I think that's all for that notebook. And let's see, I've got one more that I was going to show you. And let me just show you. These are continents. 
So you could actually, as you're doing geography, you could have put a little flap in there and have a picture of Asia, and then underneath that flap on the lines of the actual notebook, you could write things that they learned about Asia or Africa or Antarctica or whichever continent. There's many different ways. Now, these are also ways that you could do something called lap booking. I think lap booking and notebooking go completely together. But what are the benefits? Those are a bunch of fun examples. Let's dive into the benefits and then we're gonna give you some getting started tips. The benefits, it engages your children in actual learning. It requires your child to actually have to put what he's learned down on paper, either in drawings or in words as well. They are no, you are no longer tied and dependent on a curriculum. You have the freedom as a homeschool mom to actually make choices about what you are going to study and experience. Um, it will encourage delight-directed learning. Let your children delight in whatever it is. I don't have copies of our nature notebooks, but my kids kept nature journals, and we just went and got an art sketchbook, and we would go on nature walks, and then they could draw whatever it is that they were learning as well. This does not limit your learning to prepackage. Prepackage answers prepackaged curriculum, prepackaged anything. And believe it or not, language arts is actually woven into all of it because if they start to write, they're gonna learn things about grammar and spelling and writing and sentences, paragraphs and essays, all of that will be included. It will also, I think, help create your, um, your, your kids to be confident writers without a bunch of tears because you can gradually teach them these writing concepts as well. Let's see, what else? You have an instant documentation of learning. They are a great review tool. If I were wanting to review Texas, I can just pull my note, a oh, wrong notebook. I can just pull my notebook out on Texas and we can go through it and I can ask questions and review my kids on exactly what it is. And most important, because we are talking about tools of learning. Leaders need tools of learning so they can learn for a lifetime. This takes them away from the teacher. It gives them freedom from the teacher. They, have a, they are liberated from their teacher. They are receiving a liberal education. A liberal education liberates them from their teacher and that's what we want. All right, so it is going to build some skills, active listening, effective communication, and deeper thinking skills. Now, what do you need? Essential supplies, you need binders or notebooks like this, you need paper, arts and crafts supplies, and writing utensils, and then, you just dig in, let me tell you. And there are so many things. I've just shown you a few things. You could put your narrations in here, quotes whenever you get a quote from someone that you're studying. You could take a whole page and write it and decorate it and put a fun frame around it. Quotes from philosophers, experts, missionaries, statesmen. If you go to an event, you can put your ticket stubs into it, especially if you go to um, some exhibit that goes along with what you're studying. Maps, I've already shown you maps and timelines ways you can do it if you're doing science sketches of animals and art that type of thing um, hands-on activities you could actually take photographs of the activity and then put it in your notebook so you have a record of what you're doing now here's the cool thing I have in the description wherever you're watching a link to oh and I never finished making the redirect link, but I will go back and do this right now. Oh yeah, I do. It's howtohomeschoolmychild.com slash free notebooking. Howtohomeschoolmychild.com slash free notebooking. That will give you about 3,000 free notebooking pages. 
on, oh, just a vast assortment. You've got history in there. You have geography. You have birds and flowers and trees and holidays and Mother's Day's coming up. But if you're listening in the fall time, you've got Thanksgiving and Christmas. You have all sorts of uh, topics that you can actually dig into through the use of notebooking. So if you have questions or comments about this, leave it wherever you are listening. I would love it if wherever you are listening, if you would just click the subscribe button. We would love to grow our subscriptions. Just click the subscribe button and please leave a review. No matter where you're listening, we would really, I would truly appreciate a review. So remember, Notebooking is a great way. It is an easy way. It will save you time, money, and frustration. It will get you off that conveyor belt of the public school system, traditional school, and it will get you in the place that you want to be to where your kids are not dependent on a teacher to learn. They're not dependent on their boss to learn. They understand how to learn for themselves because as they go through and they create these notebooks, they will start to learn more tools of learning. This is just the foundation, the basis of it. So thanks so much for spending time with me. I appreciate it. My name is Carrie Beck, Homeschool Coffee Break. Y'all have a great day.